many ways. A Diverse Life, the podcast that explores how people live, love, play and work in all their diversity. Hello and welcome to episode 19 of A Diverse Life uh, with me, Ian Pringle. Right now, um, there's a chap by the name of Mick Slater who is walking. He's on his walk at the moment. I guess he might be about a quarter of the way through. And Mick has challenged himself to walk 1,000 miles from Marbella to Monaco. And I think it's going to take him probably about four weeks or something like that to do it. We're not quite sure. This is what Mick says about his walk on his Just Giving page. Having lived a life full of torment, deliberate torment, premeditated torment, but now that's the past. It's wisdom, it's knowledge, it's power. This walk is a walk for freedom, being myself, for myself and for those who are looking for their walk to freedom. My aim is to bring as much awareness as possible to mental health. So what we, we just were really amazed by Mick trying to do this and it's for a very important charity to him and to us. Um, the charity is Mind, who if you're not aware of Mind, um, they do a lot of awareness raising and fundraising for people with mental health issues. Something that we've talked about in this show quite a few times now. So um, we thought we'd follow Mick. But first of all, before we do that, what, what we're going to do with Mick is in all of our episodes for the next four weeks or so, we're just going to get little updates from him and how it's going on his walk. Um, but before we did that, we thought it would be really good just to have a longer form interview with him and a chat and find out what it was that was driving him to do this challenge. So Richard sat down with Mick and they had a chat and Richard started by asking him, what it was that got him interested in this idea of walking a thousand miles. I, I, I got to the point where I realising that instead of it being on, on the desk, I'm more of a physical type person and I needed a, a new challenge. And I'd started a boot camp in uh, a, a, t- a local town called Benavid. And there's a lady there who, who my daughter Claire met yeah, it's an hairdressers of all places. And she said that she's running this boot camp. Uh, do you want to turn up? And she says, well, yes, I will. But can I bring my dad? Because he's, he's looking for something to, to do as well. Is it the male and female? And she said, yes. And then um, so turned up. And after about three months of that, with people of all different levels and nationalities, it, it became... It became where I, I started feeling really good again physically. Uh, 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 so, so that's really where one of the th- that's when I started started discovering that I was lacking my physical fitness. And as you get older, you can use it as an excuse. So then, uh, I, the, the idea came. It was a Saturday morning, and I started googling around, and, and I, I, I now really enjoy walking. And I've always wanted to do a long distance walk. So I thought, well, let's see how far I can walk along the coast. So I can so it'll be interesting and I can explore Spain a little bit more while you know, while I'm here. And um that that really was the, the initial idea of a of a long walk and the reasons why. And and then that idea stayed with me where normally an idea will fizzle out in life where you 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 get the you get the great idea you're all enthusiastic about it and then it then it 
then it fizzles out where the, the, the doubts start coming in your mind and uh, and then you've got people's opinion where they'll say really do you think you can do it you know at your time of life or with all your commitments on and then then you get the negativity even though that can be a person who's telling you positive things but in the tonality you know the doubt in what you, you're trying to do uh and then then you get all the the the, the troubles in your mind that that could come from it so by the time you've got this great idea it's just evaporated and gone away so so that was really where then the sunday came after the idea on the saturday that came in my mind and it was my head was just full of it and and from there i started to share with the family and then they know that if i come up with something that I, I, I will follow it through if it's practical and, and, and sensible to, to a degree. Uh, and, and then over the ne- next few days, the, the, the family started realizing that I was, I was deadly serious about walking um, a thousand miles from Marbella to Monaco. And, uh, and since then, it's just, it's just escalated. Well, so you, you're going to walk a thousand miles from Marbella to Monaco in thirty days. That's right. And you start so this, this coming Friday, which will be the first of November. First of November, and uh, I've got people now who are going to be on the start line. It's from the Marbella Arch, which is uh, it, it's quite iconic in Marbella. It's where the films of uh, the the um, advertising and so on all seem to flash past that, that arch. And then I'll be on all fours in Monaco, kissing the Formula One finish line on, uh, on November the 30th. That's the plan. And what made you do it in aid of mind, Mick? What, what was the, the thought there behind the mental health charity? Well, what, what I'd got, there's the, the several things when, when making a decision of this sort of magnitude to, to actually embark on. One, I got to get the, the, the total family commitment that they were going to support me all the way through because it's, it's, it's really uh, disruptive on everybody's time because of the sheer volume of training, etc. I've got to get a training program in place and I've got to get uh, acknowledgement that I've got the capabilities physically and mentally to do the walk. And then, obviously, I'm going to be disruptive to the business, which, again, I've got to get the family where they will uh, help and, and I can, I can, they'll take on my roles and responsibilities during this period of time. So what we're training and what with the walk and post-walk, I'm probably out the equation for 12 weeks. Now, for myself, that 12 weeks, I have never done anything personally where I've been selfish with my own time. And I say that with respect to being selfish. It's just that I've always considered everybody else first, and it's how my life's been. Now, one thing I wanted to incorporate into the walk and the, the ethos of everything that I'm involved in right now and all the people is. Is for a worthy cause. 
Now that worthy cause, because I've I've found this a very difficult time mentally to be able to be where my time comes first above everybody and everything sensibly that is during this 12 week period and take that 12 weeks out of your life when you're normally extremely busy a lot of things come to mind and with with this challenge and with my background and the history that I've gone through it 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 just resonates with me that the mental health side of things was spending literally I'll be spending hundreds of hours you know on my own walking and anybody who's who's had mental anguish or or problems as, as however you want to put them or doubt or torment it, it's a lonely it's a lonely path so what i've what i've done I've, I've termed it as my my walk to freedom so within this the amount of time i'm spending on my own the amount of time i'm spending with people during training during communication the the charity mind is is just all around us and and it's it affects everyone at some point whether that's personally or somebody that that an individual is connected to and so what with what with my 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 personal background of of torment and and deliberate torment over over decades then with you know it's it's going to affect my family my business um and everything i'm involved in it just it was just prominent in all my thoughts so the the mind charity and and the the area of people being trapped in life and and the the, the torment part of it sort of afterwards because i'm not trapped anymore and but i was and and that that resonates with me and i and i can actually see it i can see it in people's eyes i hear it in the voices i see people trapped in life whether that's whether that's a personal what the, the person's got themselves involved in or somebody even worse when you've got somebody who who is senior to you who's a mentor to you who is in a position of authority a person who deliberately leverages the circumstance and traps you and entraps you in life and and i see it all the time and these people are crying out for help they're crying out for recognition they are crying out for a way out but it's silent so if i can do something that's over a prolonged period of time i can break the norm in my own life i can disrupt everybody around me with a willingness uh, 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 um, 
support, unconditional support, that's what that's the word I'm looking for, unconditional support for me, then if I can do it, it may just help someone or a few people or more people. If I can break out and do 12 weeks, somebody might be able to break out and just do half a day. Mm-hmm. Something, it's that space, it's that where your own life is actually, it actually means something and, and you can live your life with meaning, with purpose. So many people out there are trapped, whether it's financially, whether it's emotionally, it's, it, the, the, the reasons are endless. Um, and, and that's why mind and the specific area of entrapment and, and torment is deep, Richard. It, it's really deep. So it, it's, it's a perfect cause. How much are you hoping to, to raise during your, your 30 days? What's your, have you got a fundraising target in mind? I've got a fundraising target. My target's £30,000. And I've been told at the beginning, oh, that's high. That's really high. You, 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 need, to, you need to drop that level and then try and beat your level. And my attitude towards that is I'm not lowering my standards in life. I'm not lowering my target. But what I want to do is spread the word. Now, to spread the word, is it can be done in several ways. Now, simply put, I could go out, uh, just make this assumption that I could go out and I could get three people to donate £10,000 each because they're wealthy business people. Now, that would spread the word to three people. Right, but if I go out there and spread the word to fifteen thousand people, and they all give me two pound each, then I've I've done what I've intended to do. I've spread the word as far and wide as possible uh, for people to talk about something. It won't be talking about me, but it'll be talking about the awareness of mental health. And 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 I've found so far by talking to so many people. People have engaged in it, and and you, you see that you can see in their eyes that they are engaged. So and in the voice, so thirty thousand pound spread among in this day and age with the internet, with the social media and everything else. Surely between us, yeah. we we can spread the word over. It's not like it's one day; it's thirty days. So this can, can be a continual process of spreading the word, which again reinforces that that message have you had much support from mind themselves as a charity if they, they helped you to to organize or plan or have you done all the planning yourself yeah pretty much i've done all the planning with myself and people close to me at this point and like yourself i've got to thank you for, for helping and sharing and and taking it on board that with you knowing me that you know i'm going to be serious about it Mm. and I'm going to do it. Uh, other people have been just as supportive. I've now got to spread the word and I've just got to get on that start line on Friday morning and uh, show people that this is truly happening. And then uh, and then I think probably even the Mind Charity where I've spoken to people, they, they I 
I've spoken to a couple of people, a few people within there, and they're wonderful people. But I just, I just don't think they, they, uh, a couple of them took it where it was. Uh, I, I don't think they could get the concept on board, and I don't think I was very articulate in in my description of it for them to be able to absorb it and and get in and support me as much. So. I've had to learn social media more, uh, which is particularly, I mean, it's really good. Uh, I've had to have the confidence of posting something when it's talking about me and I'm not, I've not been comfortable with that in the past, but now I've like just got on with it. So I think all in all, that there's uh, there's a lot of gains been had from it all, all, all throughout the people that's close to me. And, uh, and, uh, uh, mind will support me ongoing. I've got, I've got no doubt. So uh, I'm happy with, with with all that. So you're going to do a uh, thousand miles in thirty days in the hope of raising thirty thousand pounds. How can people follow your progress or donate or get involved, Mick? Where, what do they do if they want to find out more or get involved or, or sponsor you at all? Well, as the social media side develops, I've got I've got my own uh, Facebook page. I've got my own Instagram page now uh, account. Uh, it's on Just Giving page. I've got updates on a regular basis on Just Giving, and then um, I've got it and I've put some that, and then I've I've got other people sharing, uh, like I've shared this morning from Derbyshire Live. Which is Derby Evening Telegraph have uh, been kind enough to interview me over the telephone and, and put an article together. So, so it's I, I'm doing I'm doing my best at the moment, mm-hmm. uh, and 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 I'd probably if, if I need probably a little bit more advice, spread the word further. What kind of training have you had to do? I mean, I followed some of your your progress, but I mean, you were quite an athletic and, and fit person anyway. But presumably, as well as the sort of psychological training to do something like this, there must have been a fair amount of physical training you've had to do as well. Yeah, there's there's two two parts to this. One was the the initial joining of the uh, boot camp in Benavides. I, I joined that, and I was. I was at the boot camp for probably about three months before before the idea, which I thoroughly enjoyed, and that was two to three days a week, where just doing that that got me back where my fitness started coming back, and then I do I do extensive walks in between time, and and some of the guys and girls there were were far fitter than I was, and it it really helped, so that encouraged me. And then, then once I had the idea, and then I started on a program that was um, um, the it, it finishes up to be a forty-six day intense training program where I have to walk extensively up to sort of eight, ten hours a day, boot camp at night. Um, uh, I'd go to the gym twice a week on a squat day and a deadlift day, and then I've got spin cycle where I, I've got to go on on the spin bike for on one of the sessions. Dear me, two sessions of it, an hour and a half each, which is not enjoyable on that hard seat. So 
really struggled on that. So there was there was a, a lot of variation of what I've got to do. So it was an all all round body, but mainly core to stomach, back, and legs. That was the what, main area. What's the the main message you want people to take away from from what you're doing? I think the main message is is from from a, a mental health point. I'll, I'll come back to that, and I, and I can get distracted a little bit from time to time because there's so many areas that that people can benefit by taking on board just some of the things where mental health obviously is 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 the cause that I've, I've attributed all this. Too. So there's a, there's a the, so other people are benefiting from it. Where people need need listening to more, but there are are people in this world that are that, that they can whine and bitch rather than get on with something. And uh, they need they need to focus the mind and get off the back starting on do something but there's also other people who are genuinely in need of you know a, a, a kind word or some form of support if they're struggling it's for people to recognize even if somebody's from a wealthy background that they they can be either overshadowed by somebody or they can be hurted in some way or you know emotionally troubled and uh, so you've got that. You've got people who are 50 and above who have got out the habit of, of any exercise, which is, is going to health and well-being. So anybody health and well-being that either doesn't believe in, in mind or mental illness, but, but health and well-being is, is another area that's, that's very, very necessary for people to to get the diet right, get the exercise routines in place, get new habits formed in life. So, so it's, it's very broad. It's very, very broad, Richard. And it's for anybody to take from it what little bit they, they, they need at that point. And what sort of strategies or, or plans have you got in place to, to keep this health going? Because there's going to be times in those 30 days and over that thousand miles where you are going to stop and think, why, you know, why am I doing this and, and how do I keep going? You're absolutely right. On Saturday this week, I, I was out with my family, Karen and Claire, and I, I said, you know, we, we just had a, a, a drink, uh, non-alcoholic, by the way, um, and uh, I said, right, I'm going to have a wander around. Just going to put my headphones in. I'm going to have a wander around. Uh, tapering off from exercise, so not nothing grueling. Uh, I'd have wandered around, and I, I, I don't know whether it's something on the radio. I don't know whether it's just been on my own. I don't know what, but I was, I was really sad. I just went sad. Um, I don't know why, and and I literally wanted to be on my own for for that period of time. Because Karen said, "Do you, do you want to meet up again?" I said, "No, I, I, I absolutely do not. I, I, I want to be on my own." So. With that, knowing the, the long walks I've been doing during training, they can be six, eight, ten hours in the day. They're going to be long days, and I'm going to need, I'm going to need to be mentally focused on the job in hand. So I'm expecting 
I'm not willing willing it. I'm expecting some days that are um, tougher than others. But one thing is going to be easier in the walk than in training. I'm going to have a, a, a start point and a finish point each day. So, therefore, that route is going to be brand new to me. I'm not going to be walking around the same route as I've been doing training. So, it's going to be a challenge. I know, I, know, I do know that. Uh, but, it's again, it's part of the mind um, program that I'm on. So, it's my walk to freedom. That, that, that's the time to learn, to, to, to resolve problems, issues. Uh, because I do believe the mind is like a garden. You can get it immaculate and just right, but those weeds are going to grow again. The grass is going to grow. The, the, the flower is going to need pruning. It's a continual process, and that's the mind. So uh, that, that's what I'm going to be uh, embracing for 30 days. And, and we'll be able to catch up with you as you go through. Um... So we'll be able to see how that's progressing and, and how you're getting on. Have you got sort of a, a support crew or, or, or people there? You know, should you need anything or if anything goes wrong? Or Yeah, yeah I've got my support crew. It's Karen and Claire. They're going to be meeting me. Uh, they'll be at the start line every morning. Well, when I, when I set off each morning, I'll set my GPS watch. So everything's uh, recorded. So it's actually what's taking place i'll be taking photos and videos along the route and then over over at the halfway point each day karen and claire will meet me they're, they're going to be driving they'll meet me uh make sure i've got my lunch uh, i've got some hydration again because i'll be carrying my backpack so i'll be sufficient with all my supplies karen and claire then will probably give me off an hour while I have a kip in the car, so I'll have a nap. Yeah. Uh, that's the plan to to get some energies back after after some food, and then they'll meet me at the the finish point. Then each day at the 33 mile point, drive me back to a facility each day that will pre-book, which will have kitchen washing for my kit. Uh, so I've got all my food, all my kit. I've got a, 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 a bed to sleep in uh, and, and then uh, a cold bath each night when I get, I get back. So I'll be having my nutrition, uh, protein shakes, all that sort of stuff uh, while I'm in the bath. Because this is, if I, if I spend between 8 o'clock in the morning starting the walk and I might not get back to 8 o'clock, so it's 12 hours, I need to, it needs to be military precision as to how my time is managed uh, at, at night so I get a, a, a lengthy night's sleep as well. So, so is that what you, you've got to do? You've got to do sort of 12 hours walking a day then? I think if I'm walking, I, if, I'm, if I walk, I'll just uh, recalculate because I keep, I keep doing this. I'm just going on my, on my phone. If I do 17-minute walks, Per day, I'm looking at 17 minute mile. If I times that by 33 divided by 60, that's 9.35 hours. So nine hours, call that nine hours 20 minutes, nine and a third. So nine hours 20 minutes. That's walking 
So I'm, I'm estimating that if I, if I then have a nap for 30 minutes, mm. call that round that off, that's going to be 10 hours. And then I'm, I'm it may be, then I, I'm going to have to have like a, I don't know whether I'm going to walk for, it's going to change per day. So if I set off at eight o'clock, I might be walking till half past 10, two and a half hours. I may have a 15 minute break, a little stretch, a little bit of hydration, mm. a little bit of food, then start again, may do another two and a half hours. Or is that going to be where I feel in, where my energy is low? It might be only two hours and I need 10 minutes. And then do another one, then meet Karen Claire. So I think the day's going to vary, but I'm, I'm hoping it's not 12 hours, but I'm, I'm putting that in place until my experience. It's not like doing one day. It's not like doing a marathon. This is 30 days. And, and the knock-on effect of, of pushing it too hard and then my legs being aching and stiff and not being able to, to do the following day, it, 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 it could be catastrophic. So I've got to be really, really careful. You've got to know when to give up. When I've to got rest. to be really sensible, yeah. Yeah, which isn't something you're necessarily known for, is it? <laughs> 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 no, no. <laughs> well, I'm gonna, I'm gonna be watching the progress. I'll be, I'll be there. <laughs> yeah, well, I appreciate that, Richard. I'm sure you will. It's, um, I mean, at the moment, I, I, I'm absolutely 100% confident I can do it. 100% confident there's going to be there's going to be times when uh, the, the challenges are very hard, but uh, but I see all walks of life doing amazing things in this world, and um, you know I'm physically able. I've just got to mentally uh, be sensible and and pace myself, and. Uh, uh, stick to a routine and improve that routine as time goes on. Because mm. there's going to be things that I, I'm I'm I've not experienced that are going to crop up, and I'm going to have to overcome those. So I, I do expect challenges along the way. So a big thank you to Mick for coming on the show and talking to us about his challenge uh, when he probably should be training or resting up or something like that. Wishing him really well from everybody at A Diverse Life and we're going to catch up with him over the next few episodes with just little five-minute clips to see how he's been getting on. Next week, we're going to be speaking to a gentleman by the name of Paul Rowlett. Now, Paul um, was recently on a programme called The Secret Teacher. Um, If you haven't seen it, it's a kind of fly-on-the-wall programme where a person comes into a school, pretends to be a teacher, but they, in fact they're an entrepreneur or someone with money and they look at the young people they're working with and, and find somebody that they feel they might work with and then offer them an opportunity to take a job or investment and things like that. And so um, Paul gave a job to a young man called Louis and uh, Richard caught up with them both to see how things had gone on since they finished the programme. It should be a really interesting interview. So as ever, for now, thank you very much for listening. And if you liked what you heard, please do like it, share it, leave a comment, because those comments and those likes, they make a huge difference. If people see those and they're searching for a, for a podcast to listen to and they see it's got a like, then they're far more likely to give it a go. And that's what we want people to do. Thanks very much. Goodbye. A Diverse Life was brought to you by Richard Shakespeare and your host, Ian Pringle.
It's a diver's life.